Welcome to the Next Chapter Podcast. Whether you were going from high school to college, from college to the real world, from nine to five to entrepreneur, or literally anything in between, we are here to help you turn the page from dreams to reality. Welcome back to the Next Chapter Podcast, everybody, where we help turn the page from dreams to reality. Today, we're going to be looking at the difference between procrastination and action and basically giving you guys an analysis of obviously what to do and what has helped us in the past to become more action oriented and progressive in our lives. So to start it off, why is it important not to procrastinate? I don't know why, but it seems like procrastination is a flex for some people. That oh, is true. Oh, I procrastinate so much. I don't know if they think it's like a big word or something or... <laughs> That, that it's cool that they know it, but it just seems like, oh, I always wait till the last minute to do this. Like, that's not really impressive that you don't have any planning skills, mm-hmm. but um, it seems like in such a fast paced world, it's kind of acceptable to put everything to the last minute, but mm-hmm. we're here to change that narrative. Yeah, I think it's just popular because a lot of people are lazy. They just have different priorities and they put stuff off because a lot of things have deadlines way on the future mm-hmm. um, like i think of school and you get an assignment that's like due in two weeks and everybody's like oh i have two weeks to do it and then it turns into 12 days of doing nothing and then you're freaking out for two days and nobody learns their lesson mm-hmm. that, that's how it always goes you have such a long deadline it's it's when you get a deadline it's like okay i have so much time i'm gonna just push it off till tomorrow then tomorrow comes you're like mm, i could wait another day and then it before you know it, it's cram time, and then you're like, okay, I really need to get this done. And you always end up falling into that same cycle. At least I know I did when I was in school. Do you guys still procrastinate? To an extent, yeah. But I've really been living by the mindset of why wait to get done what you can get done today. You know, um, action, which we'll talk about, has been something that has really made me realize that there's no point in procrastination that you just have to like literally just full send it and some steps are better than no steps and waiting on the sideline Mm -hmm. yeah i think my biggest flaw is not like big projects but the small tedious stuff like if i have to respond to an email call someone back dm a company for one of my clients like that kind of stuff that takes 10 seconds i always like put that off so much and like i'll go like a day or two i'm like i really got to do this so that's my flaw um with procrastinating i think it's because in my mind i know it only takes a little bit of effort and a little bit of time so i'm just like oh i have bigger tasks to do today and it just keeps getting pushed off and off and then turns into hours days whatever um where it's better just to do it now so you're not wasting mental energy thinking about when you actually do it yeah i feel like as if with more monotonous tasks and simple, easy tasks to do, they get push, pushed off more and delayed. And it's like people who work a job. It almost becomes a flex when people are like, yeah, I make $20 an hour and I, re- I really don't have to do anything for it. Like you just go there and you're, you show up and you get paid. Um, what do you guys think about people who procrastinate and how like an employer would feel about hiring them? I feel like those people always serve a role it's not necessarily a bad thing. They're just always going to be stagnant in that position. Like they're not going to get promoted to anything if they can't complete their tasks on time or do it with full intentionality. Um, 
so for someone that's more of a go-getter and they're getting stuff done ahead of the deadline and they're going above and beyond their tasks, they're the ones that move up. So if someone wants to just sit back and not really do much at work, that's fine if that's how they are, but they're not just going to make much improvement. Yeah. Just like Andrew Tate said, that's fine. I need someone to flip my burgers. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> he did say. Or, or Elon Musk said he'll never hire someone that's not busy because the people who aren't busy are the ones who always procrastinate. If he has to give like a big project to someone or he's going to go spend $100,000 and hire someone to do it, he's going to give it to the most busy person that he can find because mm-hmm. he knows that they're good with time management and he knows that they're going to get it done by the deadline. Yep. But the person who's not busy... They're going to procrastinate for 95% of the deadline and for the rest of the 5% get it done at a low quality because they didn't start on it till they started worrying about it. Which is interesting because I feel like when you look for a partner or you look for someone to hire, the in theory, you want someone with a lot of free time, mm-hmm, for but sure. it could be a trap. You might want actually someone that has their stuff together and they want to actually achieve stuff and they have their priorities in order because they're going to be the ones that make it happen, not push things off because there's so much stuff that we could be doing. If you don't have anything going on, you're just being lazy, then it's a red flag. Yeah. Just like Grant Cardone says, the worst thing you can have is white space on a calendar. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so true because whenever you are busy, you'll find a way to get things done. Mm -hmm. If, you need to if something is important you'll prioritize it in some way and you'll find a way mm-hmm. um i've never been in a case where i've needed to have something done by a deadline and i haven't had it complete so i've developed this mindset of in college <laughs> me it, too i it, know what you're gonna it, say um it uh it's always been done in the past so it won't be a problem mm. like i always found a way somehow i'll find a way this time yeah. me too every time i would get stressed about an assignment or a test or i had this big annoying project that i had to do and it seemed like it was so much work and maybe it was due the next day because i did procrastinate it was always my mindset too like all right i've done everything in the past i've got decent grades to get to where i'm at I know I can do it again. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe that's a mindset for people who procrastinate because they know that they can get it done, but maybe just not with much quality? Yeah, I think that's dangerous because it could help people just give the confidence that they can actually get something done. But at the same time, if they like, oh, I've done this before, I've studied for this type of exam, then you're going to give maybe an hour less this time because you, you think you're familiar with it. And then all of a sudden that effort starts to deteriorate because you've like, I've been here before. And then all of a sudden you're putting things off and not putting as much effort into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you guys are, or whenever people are stuck in a procrastination cycle, it's like that short term temporary feeling of goodness because you're trading whatever work that has to be done for some more pleasurable activity. But then in the future you regret with what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And it's always an endless trap of it's always an endless trap of falling back into those same patterns. I don't think procrastination's ever like a good feeling though, because yes, you might put it off to go do something more enjoyable, but in my opinion, like or in my experience, I can never really take my mind fully off of the task at hand. Like if I wanna stop working one day so I can go play disc golf the whole time I'm going to be thinking about what I should be doing instead. And that Mm -hmm. causes stress and just puts more on your plate. So yeah, in theory, like procrastination might seem like you're opting out, but it's just going to cause more anxiety in my opinion. And you have less time to achieve something. So 
it really just puts yourself in a bad position. It does take up a lot of mental capacity. Yeah. It really does, and that's what kills, I feel like. Mm -hmm. The fact that you know you have to get something done, it's not the act of putting in X amount of hours to get it done. It's the fact that you've been thinking about it for so long that kind of just drains you. Yeah, yeah, and if, like, if you're a list person, you got five things to do today, maybe that five things takes you until 7 p.m., and you're eating dinner late and going to bed, and, like, that's your day. Maybe one day, those five things, you get done at 10 a.m., that's fine. Like you did your task for the day. Now you have all this time and you can actually enjoy it rather than vice versa. If you just like F off in the morning doing what you want to do and you're stressing about those five tasks that you're going to have to do in the afternoon or evening now, now the whole day is, is stress. You don't know if you're going to achieve them. And it's just so backwards. I think just get yourself done first. And then with the time after you can actually reward yourself and do something enjoyable without the guilt and without the stress. That's definitely a good tip for people out there that struggle with procrastination to help them get over it by making sure that you know what you have to get done in the day and planning what you need to get done and once you finish those things you can either do more or you can just go do whatever you want to do mm -hmm. and have free time because you earn that along with that what are some other tips that you guys would have for someone who does procrastinate something that helps me is write down or try to think about in your mind like what has to be done i think a lot of people just get confused about their to-do list that they just never take action mm -hmm. um but if you have a clear list maybe it's a schedule i'm not really a, really a schedule person but if you want to fill out your calendar every 15 minutes that's great and you can see exactly where you should be every single minute what you should be doing if you get an extra couple minutes take a break but Another thing is when you were just being lazy, let's say you're procrastinating by laying in bed, sit on the couch, something that helps me is just like internally in your head, or you can do it out loud, just be like three, two, one, and just get up. Like mm -hmm. I do this when I'm, when I'm about to take a cold shower, because if you just think about it, it's, you're never going to do it. So just three, two, one, turn the water on there. You're in, you're doing it. So if you have to take some action, just make it like a little bit of a countdown and force yourself into that situation because action's going to actually cause you to achieve it. Yeah. I've realized procrastination really, um, will change whenever your whole mindset changes and that comes with like discipline and a whole bunch of stuff. So I would say like chase hard stuff because if you're chasing hard stuff, you're doing stuff you don't want to do. And it's the exact same thing with procrastination. You procrastinate because you don't want to do it. So if you can get yourself into the routine of chasing things that are hard, um, and obviously it will take time, then I think you'll be better off with being able to start right away and take action. Along with that, I would say focus on the future as well. Focus on the feeling that you get after you accomplish a certain task. And you know how rewarding that feeling is. Whenever you know you do something, whenever you do something that you know you should be doing and you complete it, then you don't have that guilt that's on the back of your mind thinking, okay, I should be doing this right now. I know I could be using my time more productively. Put yourself in your future self's perspective and do what's necessary now so that in the future you can have it easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Along with that, reverse engineer your goals. So if you want to get a 4.0 in college and that will take um, – A's in every class and to get an A in every class you need to get an 82 on every single exam start there and just break down like how you can hit those goals 
And then that way you have something that you can bite off, like a piece of the pie that you can bite off. So you can make sure you are on consistent track every day or every other day to do what you need to get done. Mm -hmm. Because when you're looking at the broad scope of things, it's hard to say, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get a 4.0 in college. Yeah. It's just so far away. It doesn't even seem like it's tangible because it's so far down the line. So you need to make it so you can take action right now and you can have something to accomplish right now. Yeah, I like that a lot because it breaks it down into small steps you can do every day. And if you don't do that, you feel kind of behind. So it's good just to keep on top of yourself. Um, another thing that I think would be helpful is some level of accountability. Um, this could be self accountability, whether you like to journal at night and write down a review of what happened, what went well, what did not go well. This could be a person that texts you or asks you in person, like, Hey, did you go to the gym today? Did you get your work done? Um, a coworker checking on your desk halfway through the day. It could be something where there's somebody I used to follow on Instagram who, um, ran a couple of businesses and he would hire someone in like India or something to hop on zoom for like $5 an hour and just watch him. And then <laughs> if he, if he would like go on his phone or something, like the guy would like say something about it. So it held him accountable. He never knew the person, never talked to him, but it was just something that was like, there's eyes on me. I have to be performing my best. I can't just take a nap or go eat a snack. Like I got to actually work. Along with the accountability, I saw this one thing that was talking about, how much accountability does help, especially with accountability partners. If you tell yourself that you're gonna do something, you're 10% likely to follow through with that goal. If you write it down on a piece of paper, you're 50%. But if, you're, if you go out and you tell someone else that I'm going to do this and I'm gonna complete this goal, you're 92% more likely to go out and do it. Because that connection that you have by telling someone else now you're not only failing yourself, but you're failing that other person mm -hmm. and you don't want to fail that other person. So you're more likely to follow through. Right. So that's definitely a good, a good actionable step to help people overcome procrastination. So going along with the opposite of procrastination is action. And I know for us, especially since we moved to Texas, that's been a lot of what we've been trying to do is a lot less talking and a lot more action so we can actually try to achieve our goals. How has taking action helped our lives? I think we wouldn't have started a lot of things that we would be doing right now. Um, I don't even think we'd be here. Yeah, we wouldn't even be here. Mm -hmm. It's just putting things into reality without saying it or talking about it too much. Um, and just being able to act before you have the chance to get stunned by everything that could go wrong. Yeah, I think it just shows you what's possible. Once you take that first step, it's much more realistic to achieve the goal. Mm -hmm. Because when you're just thinking about it, you're like, this is daunting, but if you actually take some time to take action towards it, you can see how much closer you're getting. And then once you achieve that goal, you do something productive, you can go, okay, I can take one step further now. I can do a little bit, a little bit of a bigger goal because I achieved this already. So I think action just propels you to doing more things with greater confidence because you see what's possible in your life. Yeah, it also gives you a starting point because like I was alluding to analysis paralysis, if you analyze everything and think about what could go wrong, the chances are you'll never start because you'll be so scared of you know everything that could go wrong. Mm -hmm. So 
with that, it's learning that you don't need to have everything figured out before you step. Yeah. You will figure out things along the way. You'll make mistakes. That's guaranteed. And you'll, when you're put in a position that you have to figure it out, like I said before, I've done it before. I'll do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be the same thing right. where now we'll be, even, we'll be even more motivated to accomplish what we need to. Yeah. And that's a lesson you can't grasp until you actually take the action necessary. Because mm-hmm. if you're just a procrastinator, you don't really take in the action you're afraid to do that and have that mindset because you're afraid of what could go wrong and all these negative things. But if you've actually achieved something, you've built something or just taking some minor action, you know how things come together and it gives you confidence to go to that next goal. Like you said, and say, I've been here before I've done this. There's no reason why I can't do it here too. Yeah. I think a lot of the times people think whenever you take that first step of action, it has to be perfect. Or whenever you're doing something, whenever you're launching a business, it has to be perfect. I know I was that way. Apple definitely wasn't perfect when it launched. Neither was Amazon. Nothing was perfect when it launched. And if something was perfect, then it probably, it it never existed. Nothing's perfect when it comes out. And a lot of people think that that initial step has to be perfect. But imperfect action is what you need to progress in your life. And Matt, you said it on one of your episodes of your podcast that you should fire. Ready, fire, aim. Ready, fire, aim. Mm -hmm. So once you're ready, take that first step and you'll aim later, learn from your failures and get better from that. Yeah. I think people respect that too. Like if you just go out and do something rather than talking about or doing all this research, people see that you're putting the effort in and people respect effort so much. So. Mm I think if you want to garner support around you, whether it's friends or family, or you want people to invest in you, um, whether emotionally or financially, if you take the effort, you show you're ready to take action, people will rally around you and it's going to take you so much further. Yeah. And I think it just shows more people who are going to support you because you're that action taker. So many people in the world talk about all these big ideas and talk about progressing their life in a seemingly insurmountable way that a lot of people around them can't comprehend but not many people take that action it all is just talk mm-hmm. yeah i recently just heard the most valuable piece of real estate is the graveyard because how many dreams have went and died there mm-hmm. and there's so many thoughts in people's heads that have never been acted upon mm-hmm. yep that's the power of just having the right people around you because you can see what's possible. Um, like if someone starts a cool business that you know, you'd be like, I can do that too. Or like it, it should never be jealousy. It, you should always surround yourself with people that are like, I can take action on my goals because this person's doing it as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, switching it up then, what for us has been individually the biggest action that we've taken so far while we've been here in Texas? I think it could be the very first thing we did together which was knocking doors i mean that's just something that is so frightening to be honest and before we were even ready i know matt was out there knocking doors (laughs) before he was even hired (laughs) i mean it's just something where it's put your plate put yourself in a area where you are super uncomfortable and see how much you can grow Mm -hmm. and matt you didn't know anything at all. And you were so out there mm-hmm. trying to fit. I don't know if you actually talked to anyone that day. He did. Yeah. Yeah. But 
like that's insane because you knew nothing about what you were talking about. You just went somewhere and just try to start a conversation, mm-hmm. even though it was so challenging. Yeah, it's just like going back to like the effort part. Like there might be people that like you talk about door knocking, so there might be people that are like pissed off, like you're at my door. But mm-hmm. I feel like to some extent, if you just say to someone like, "Hey, like I didn't do this then, I did later on," but just say like, "Hey, I'm new to this," people are just like, "Oh, cool! Like I appreciate you for hustling." Like. They have so much respect. So put yourself out there and like be vulnerable too. be like, Hey, I'm new to this. Like it might be in the gym asking the big guy for some help on your form. Be like, Hey, like I really don't know how much experience squatting. Can you just show me like what I'm doing wrong? And people would be like, yeah, like I really respect that. So taking that action putting yourself out there is like definitely a good lesson. Yeah. Is that the biggest thing that you think you've taken action on as well since we've been here? Yeah, I would say so. Cause it was so unique, so different. Um, type of work that i've never done before and um, just learning all the intricacies and trying to get better at it every day um another thing from a personal level would be the spartan race i did in october that 50k race i never Mm -hmm. did anything of that level and honestly didn't prepare to the level i should have but just kind of threw myself into it and see where i could go so um it's another thing where it's just like just get in the arena and then figure it out once you get there yeah i think the biggest thing for me would be our business for sure because it was it was a, an idea that was just thought of on a random day by Eric. And he was like, this is what we're going to do. This is the next step. And I was very skeptical about what it was. Then we were on that road for about a month. And then we ended up pivoting to doing something different. And the action that we took with it was so imperfect. I was so uncomfortable with what we were doing. But I had got more comfortability since we worked in sales for a little bit. But you're talking to owners of these companies and you're talking to people who do have a lot of money and you're basically asking them for money so you can run a service for them. And that's very uncomfortable to go to a company and be like, yeah, give me $5,000, give me this amount of money, give me X amount of money so I can provide you with this. And it really taught me that was the first time that I need to learn to depend on myself and depend on us as a group that we can provide some sort of service that is worthwhile to all these people and i think that's the biggest action that personally has been taken here yeah providing some sort of value just like we're saying it's basically figure it out as you go progress is better than perfection because perfection doesn't exist and anyone who says they're trying to be perfect are just too scared to act on what they wish to do Mm -hmm. that's the truth of it um and like I said before, you're going to grow so much. Before taking this sales job, hmm. I probably would have been focused on science my whole life. I probably wouldn't have even ventured into like more self-help that, than what I was doing before. And then it allowed us to go from there to starting this to looking at so many different avenues in the future. It just shows that if you chase something that you're super scared of, if you're chasing a big fear and you're putting yourself in a position where you can fail but you can also grow, a lot's going to come from it. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah, I think a big thing is uncomfortability too. People always say, get comfortable with being, with being uncomfortable, la, 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 all that stuff. But it is so true. It is true. It is so true. And I've really never realized how true that is. I remember... Whenever, back when we were knocking doors, Matt would always say to me, 
do one thing that makes you uncomfortable. And we'd be standing together and be like, I'm super uncomfortable, I'm super uncomfortable, <laughs> I'm super uncomfortable. Just saying that to him repeatedly, mm-hmm. repeatedly because I was just getting stuck in my head over and over. And it made me more confident talking to people. And I think it did help prepare me. Like I'm talking to a homeowner then, but now we're talking to business owners trying to ask them for money so we can provide them with the service. Mm-hmm. It re- and now I'm more comfortable doing that. I'm more comfortable talking to someone. And it just shows that the more you chase the uncomfortable aspects of your life that do not feel right in the moment, it will serve you so much, so much blessings in the future. Yeah, because often you just realize that it wasn't as bad as you expected. Mm-hmm. Very true. So you're worrying about it and then you're stressing about what could go wrong, what could go poorly for you and then you get through and you're like this actually was positive or maybe it wasn't fully positive but you're like it wasn't that bad and i learned something valuable that now i can go into the next situation similar to this with some confidence mm-hmm. exactly yeah it's like lewis house um he's such a well-known podcast host such a big speaker and he always talks about one of his biggest fears was public speaking he could not talk to anyone, mm-hmm. so he joined this. I forget what group it was called. What was oh, Toastmasters? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He joined them just so he can get in front of people and improv talk, get used to seeing eyes on him, and now he's one of the most known podcasters in the world. Mm-hmm. It just shows that, you know, being uncomfortable will open so many doors for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, do you guys think that? learning to be someone who takes action and not talk about it has changed your life yeah i would say so for sure because you just are able to build more confidence and propel yourself to bigger goals and not just think about stuff not just talk about it you're actually doing it and achieving it and you just keep a lot of momentum on your side which is a very powerful thing yeah it kind of relates to you being a problem solver Mm -hmm. and that's what people get paid in this world to do is solve problems that's why doctors make so much money because the problems that they solve are life-saving but they're also different every single time Mm -hmm. right and that's why someone who works at mcdonald's um makes as much money as they do because their problem is solving someone's hunger by making the same cheeseburger over and over again right so the better that we allow ourselves to develop the skill of problem solving, I think the further we'll get in life. Definitely. Elon Musk said, the, we're paid in proportion to the magnitude of people's problems that we're able to solve. And the more you take action, the more you're going to be able to solve all these various problems. And I know me personally, it has definitely changed my life. Because I used to be someone who was so... Talk. Yeah, so talk-oriented, fixated on analysis of doing anything before it was perfectly executed. But now, and Matt, you said it to me before, five minutes of action is better than 15 hours of learning. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to learn from that action, but what really have you accomplished in those 15 hours of learning? You have no concrete proof that you even went out and did anything. But if you do five minutes of just making that phone call, starting that business, getting that business license, doing whatever it is that you need to progress, your life is going to be so much better. Mm -hmm. And I think also when you take that action and it's imperfect, you realize how, I I don't want this to sound negative, but like how 
bad you are at certain things mm-hmm. like how much progress there can be made it shouldn't be something that discourages you it should be something that is very encouraging because there's so many resources there's so many things available to you that you can get better at so for you to go out there and maybe it doesn't go right the first time but you took the action you can now say like this is great i have so much room for improvement if this is what happened the first time imagine the hundredth time a podcast first episode is going to be poor the hundredth episode is going to be amazing the thousand thousand thousandth one is gonna be so much better so by repetition by learning as you go is gonna give you so much more confidence in yourself and just make you so much better like still like today like I realize I know nothing about so many topics and I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. I can still learn yeah you mentioned how you realize that you'll see all the imperfections and you'll see what you need to work on it's also opened my eyes because I see the imperfections of a lot of people. Yeah. Things I used to view as so professional, like let's just say a website. I look and I'm like, oh my God, dude, all these typos. This doesn't look right. You shouldn't have this here. It just shows that everyone's in some sense is trying to figure out. Even the big companies, mm-hmm. they do trial and error, try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's all imperfect action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is all imperfect. And like Matt said... The more you do something, when you initially start, you may think you're going to be good at it no matter how much you prepare. You may think it's going to be good, but as soon as you repeat it over and over, you'll reflect back on the first time and you'll be like, that was awful. Mm -hmm. It's like the same paradox that the more you know about a topic, the more you realize that you have to learn. The more you realize that you actually don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is going to be for action. You're going to go through a stage of... Yes, you need to take that action, but then you're going to realize that there's so much more to do. There's so much more that you don't know how to do and so much that you can perfect and get better at over time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And finally, to end it off, what I want to say is one thing that could help what the live hard taught me was the three critical tasks to do every day that you can write down that you can check off at the end of the day, say, I did this, and it helps progress me to my goals. I think that's a very great actionable step that people can do the night before plan it out. What do I have to do tomorrow that will make me feel like my day's accomplished? Mm-hmm. If you write it down the day of, you might be like, okay, if I wake up today, if I make my bed, something minuscule, you're going to cheat yourself. Do it the night before and write it down so you know you have to follow through on those steps and progress tomorrow. Yeah, and then... When you start to stack that, if you keep it all in like the same notebook, you can look back and see how many days you've won now. You can look at your past to-do list and be like, wow, I, I'm just compounding all these wins because I'm getting better. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing what I'm telling myself I'm doing. So it really helps a lot raise some confidence and show you how much progress you're actually making. For sure. And remember, guys, do not procrastinate and be an action taker. Even if it's imperfect action, it's better than no action. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.